Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everyone. It is the final game week of the 2020-21 season. It's episode 36. 36, Mark, of FPL Black Box. Can you believe we've done 36 of these? They have flown by, haven't they? They really they have. They really have. Although this afternoon when I was trying to prep after work, I must admit it did feel like I was <laughs> oh prepping for 36 episodes. But I said to you before, when you're, you're, when you're stressed and messaging me about how stressed you are, it makes me stressed. We are like a little married couple now, aren't we? It's, we your are stress is my stress. Well, I mean, you're texting me going, look, come on, it'll be all right. And I'm like, no, it will never be. You will never like, get it done. Let's not do any prep. They don't, we don't need prep. We can just wing it. You're like, no, there's got to be at least 20 tables. There's and... got to be. There's got to be <laughs> at least 11 tables of data that they've never seen before. No, we've, we've set the bar high with that stuff. So we've got to, for the last one, I had to go out with her who are. Um, so I've got some, I've got that double figure data, which we gave birth to this season and now we don't drop. So I'm, I've got rolling that out. And I think this week is all about trying to find that player, that one player, mm. that Theo Walcott hat trick that, you know, that came up once. And we now mythically think that there's going to be a big score on the final day. We need it though. You've got a dream. We? You've got a dream. I've got my, I've got my magic man. Have you? For the week. I think so, unless you're going to talk me out of him. I probably but, will, actually. Is it, is it Rafina? It is Rafina. Yeah, I'm probably going to talk you yeah. out of him, you know. You talked me to Jack Harrison last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... Well, you weren't the only one to go that way. But, yeah, it was... Um, it wasn't a great game week for either of us. Red Arrows, we're going to talk about that oh, in a bit. it was so oh, bad. Yeah, not good, is it? It really was. It, it was... Do you know what? I think it's genuinely the most disappointing game week I've ever had. Because I've been doing all well. I'll talk about it in a sec when we talk about the teams. You talk. It's not I'm really. Not, come on, look back over the seasons. You've had some disappointing game weeks. No, but I think I think because I've been building quite solidly up to this yeah. point. You know, yeah. I was just outside the top hundred k. Things were going. I looked at my team and thought my team's looking quite strong this week, and just everyone just just doing so badly. Now dropping down to one hundred and thirty k or something means it's going to be a real struggle now to get into top hundred k. And great in the good league, I've fallen down. Elite 64 I'm going to get relegated from unless I do something. It's horrible. I'm stressed. I'm really stressed. I've got to admit, I share your pain. The frustration I've had, because I looked back at my season and I was in the top 10K in game week 25. Right? And so having made the top 10K in game week 25, 
I kind of felt that I should be able to push on and achieve my target, the top 1K, but I'm not going to make it. And it's so frustrating because I've been yo-yoing for about five or six weeks mm. and making the odd mistake. How many points are you off? Uh, 25 or 26 off the top mm, 1K. Yeah, 26. Uh, it's going to be, I'm going to have to roll the dice and I've got some ideas and I've got one Whoa. that I'm kind of going with. <laughs> I believe I've heard oh, you say that before, go. Mark. <laughs> Are you going to give me stick I heard for you it? for five weeks Come on, in a row saying you're going to roll the dice. Yeah. I, re- I was disappointed with you. Yeah. Well, I was disappointed, really disappointed in myself, to be honest. Yeah. And I, and you deserve you deserve for it to have been the wrong decision as well, and I'm thanks, glad it was. Thanks, mate. So. Cheers. Thanks for that. <laughs> now, I, I know, I know. I For those who perhaps didn't listen to previous episodes, where were you, first of all? Where were you? Mm. Um, I've been saying for a few weeks now, building up to the Captain Matrix and saying that I will be, I'll be taking a risk with the captaincy in Game Week 37 because I saw that with, with Salah at Burnley, which I thought on paper looked an easy fixture, but probably wouldn't be. But I'd go with like a Rafinha, Antonio or a Lingard or a Bamford. And, and it looked so sweet for Antonio, didn't it? I got him in the week before already, already prepped it. And it just, Salah's form and Burnley's form no, just convinced me otherwise. Effective go. ownership did not come into it, okay? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was going to go through all the episodes and get a soundbite of you saying that you were going to captain someone different last week mm. and put them all together. I just couldn't be bothered. And I don't know no. how you do it every week. <laughs> well, this, this, you need to get one of these... Go XLRs, it does it all for you. But yes, yeah, it's... Um, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. No, song. I'm not going to play it. No. But yeah, <laughs> I um, will do more samples next season for sure. But yeah, I, I did all bang on about it. Bang on about Antonio. And then and then I didn't go for it. I went for Salo and look what happened. You know, fell flat. And Antonio came in with a nine-pointer. So the, lucky for me, the swing was only six points. But it's still six points. I, I'd be closer to the top 1K if I'd have done it. Idiot. Mark the sheep, you're getting called. Yeah. In the chat. Is that Nick in the chat room? Is it? <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> he'd be calling you. Oh, he'd be calling you worse. No, he, he quite likes you, actually. Well, I don't know if he'd like me in that scenario where I did where, where I followed the herd and went yeah. with the... Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Played it for him as well. I, the only I, person he liked. <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad about it. And um, it, but the, the, the only consolation is it's one of about 15 decisions I regret in the last four or five weeks. Yeah. Like, why, why did I sell Rudiger for sure? Why did I not play holding and not that, that Shaw transfer has probably lost me? And I don't know who it was who talked me into that. No, I can't, um, I, I can't think <laughs> that Shaw transfer because I got Shaw in. I didn't play holding, missed out on holding's clean sheet over the double, and then missed out on Rudiger's goal the other day because I probably would have played him as well. Oh, don't, I know. Oh, it's about thirty. At points. least you got Shaw. I got Lindelof. Yeah, but he didn't do much better, did he? No, I don't even like him. You don't have to <laughs> like, like every sure. play. You don't have to have, you know, gone out no. and had a meal with every player you bring in. Otherwise, that would be really I'd like, to, I'd, like to, I'd, I'd like to, like, think that I'd enjoy a meal with them, though. What, with Victor Lindelof? I think he probably would. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe he's a really nice guy. I don't really know. I just don't think he's particularly good Scandinavian. At <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Swedish. That's all I'm saying. Um, right. <laughs> shall, we, shall, we leave it to, shall we leave it to Pig to go back over the game week? Look, at right he's, he's blushing. Let's put Pig up, shall we, before, to hide his blushes. Had a pretty amazing start to my game week. Bamford scoring could have felt like three. Got a dodgy Bruno assist. I won't complain. Happiness 
There you go. I mean, I, I think, think that's the best one. I think Liverpool High was disappointment. My only points. I like that one. That's yeah. a great lyric. I mean, lyrics are great. The voice is great. I, I, I think that's his best one. I love. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Very I kind of want to cry. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's. It really. You know. It really hits the mark. But. Yeah. Bruno Good assist. Bruno assist. You want to talk a bit about that? Over to you on that one. I can't comment. No, okay. seriously. I don't, don't think I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was going on there? It was. Uh, I didn't oh. watch the game live, right? So again, I keep missing these controversial incidents and only picking them up on Twitter. And I was, I was actually putting the kids to bed, which caused a lot of controversy. I was putting my five-year-old to bed at half past six, and when I said that on Twitter, I was like, "Whoa, hold on! Putting your kids to bed at half mm. past six? I think that's fair <laughs> enough. Five-year-old school the next day. What time are they meant to be up to anyway? We won't go into that for social <laughs> services reasons. Um, but um, yeah, so I said, you know, I ought to have given it to De Gea. Not going to change now. Not going to change now. And then, um, and it did, and uh, it went to Bruno. And I don't think he touched it. Do you think he touched it? As all I will say is that VAR is there to uh, not always get it right, but for there to be a clear and obvious error when something's wrong. And there wasn't. So I can understand why VAR didn't do it. It is clearly, there is no touch from Bruno Fernandes on that ball. And you are unanimous about that, are you, As? That's all I'll say. I think it's it's, it's not even a debate. (laughs) Right. there's, there's, There's no touch. No, okay. I feel the same. And I think the situation was that the official data supply of the Premier League couldn't be seen to be not validating the decision no on the pitch. comment maybe well I'm not commenting whether that was the case I'm just saying <laughs> that's the theory isn't it because I don't think they, they didn't see a touch originally so I mean I only hope that it doesn't change anything on the final day because there are teams who have a chance of winning it who have Bruno and there are teams who have a chance yep. of winning it who don't have Bruno and if the difference is three or four points, I wouldn't be very happy. Um, well, from, from what can first you do? To, from first to about, was it 11th or 12th? There's like 20 points mm. in it, in yeah. the overall rankings. So I, I think it could easily go down to just a couple of points this season. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that goal could end up being... Could end up no, being I hope not. I hope not. I don't, want, I don't want that. And I don't think it will be. I think there'll be more in it than that. But it was, um, yeah... And, and and when it happened, I was like, well, it's only an assist. But then he turned out to be the captain candidate with the most points because Kane and Salah I know. both disappointed. So. Outrageous. Every, just everyone, everyone blanked, apart from yeah. apart from Bamford and, and Antonio and, and old Jesse. Mm. Other than that, there was a very few players who came in for people. I mean, Ollie Watkins continues to, to do well. He's someone I haven't owned at once all season, but... Fair play to anyone that's that's backed him all this time because he's he's had an amazing he's he's kind of really really underrated season I think I know he, obviously got called up to the England squad and you know people are kind of saying how oh, good he's but like he like that is an incredible debut season for for him in the Premier League it got a lot really better I got to think I think my mid season I was like mm, 
he's not he's 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 still very raw. There's not the end product there. Um, I wouldn't have gone so far. He has got no end product whatsoever. I wouldn't have said that, but um, <laughs> he. Um, <laughs> I hate you. He came good in the second half of the season. I think over the You've last been drinking ten games, tonight. I've had a. I've had a. <laughs> Where's, where's the Vegas trip? That's all I can say. Um, I've had a... Um, yeah, I, I think he's come good the last 10 game weeks. And he, he, has, he has delivered points. Like he had, he's had a run of like some, some assists, um, but he's, I think he's just had more luck with his, his finishing. Like he, mm. he always had chances, but never looked like he had that composure. And I think the last six or seven weeks, stuff's been going in for him, hasn't it? And coming off for him. And that's the difference. So... Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's going to be some asset next season because I don't know how much they can increase the price, really. Um, it'll go up in price a bit, but I think he could still be a bargain because you've got to think he's going to kick on. Yeah, yeah, maybe. They're he's not going to push him up to like eight, are no, they? No, but he's, be, he's a certain starter, isn't he? In a team that's probably, well, it depends if Grealish stays, in a team that should improve. And he will improve. He's right? done all right, though, even even without Grealish. Yeah, yeah. He's still been kind of ticking over for, yeah. for people. Um. I really like him. I, I think I think he's 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 class. Yep, he's someone who I, I would definitely consider next year if he's yep. got a decent run. Well, I'm hoping next year we'll have a set of forwards we can rely upon a bit more. Um, you know, it's been difficult this year. Mm. First time we've said that tonight. Ding 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 um, ding. Let's look at our teams then, shall we? Um, and forty points is the game week. Oh. Do you want to talk for it um, for the podcast? You have to, I'm afraid. Yeah, Mendy and goal one. Trent six, Dallas five. That's all right. And then Lindelof two, Salah six, captain. Son two, Greenwood two, Harrison three, Kane two, Calvert-Lewin two, Antonio nine. Oh, I should have captained Antonio as. No. And then my bench of Forster, Lingard, with seven. Those two bonus really hurt for Lingard. I was really annoyed about that. And holding two, Cody two. I mean, my my big decision was what to do with, with Jota and... I had three ideas, either Harrison, Willock, or just just play Lingard. And just like so many other decisions this year, I went for the wrong one. <laughs> well, it was close because we were talking up Willock, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, we, we were. were. And, and I, 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 you know, I, I think one of my final things I said last week was, Sir Maximan's a good player, but not a fantasy player. Willock strikes me as an actual really, really good contender for, mm. for a, someone who's getting in the right positions and, and can score. And, what six goals now in six appearances with only like three starts or something like that? It's unheard of, really. Um, yeah, so I think if you if you got him in, fair play to fair play to you. I know someone that captained him. Imagine Amazing. that. I know, absolutely unbelievable. Show. And you know the thing with that is you you need the other players to to not perform as well. You know, if Salah had got eleven as well, then it's it's not as big a, an impact. But the fact everyone else blanked and you captained a player like that. Is uh is is really nice. So, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the, I think my biggest disappointment though was was Greenwood because I you know I saw him in the starting lineup against Fulham at home and I thought this is going to be a really good a really mm. good week for him. He's mm. he's going to get something out of this, and he had a couple of chances and then subbed and they ended up drawing one all. So, you I think you called that. You you said that they might struggle in that game. I, 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 I just didn't think they go full tilt. Yeah, again, I just think that it's not that they struggled. It's just I don't know how much they're going to put into it. Again, it's the same on the final day, isn't it? For those who are holding United players and wondering whether to sell, it's like, well, what are they going to put into that game? I mean, Solskjaer can say what he likes about you know continuity and needing energy and all this stuff, but 
push comes to shove, they're not going to risk an injury. So they're, they're, even if they're on the pitch, they're not going to put themselves into 50-50s with the same mm. amount of intensity, are they? So, yeah, that's what we saw against Fulham, sadly. So, yeah, it didn't work out. Um, and I didn't do much better. I mean, basically, I got the Lingard points. That was the only difference between us, really, in terms of score. So I got Mendy one point. Dina, Knock me out the cup. Dina the eight, knocked you out the the uh, Connect Cup. Yeah, so I'm in the final. Who am I playing in the final? Am I playing Viking? You're playing Viking. Yeah, that's a tough ground. That's a tough gig. That mm. uh, Dina eight points. Trent six. Shaw one. Shaw. Whose idea was that? Lingard seven. Salah captain six. Son two. Rafina three. Calvert Lewin disappointing again with two. Kane two. Antonio the nine should have been my captain. Um, I mean, regrets was mainly the captaincy, to be honest. I mean, I don't know if I could have done any any different. I guess I could have sold Jota and got got Willock in as well. We could have, you know, but I don't think that was really on my mind. I don't think I can claim that was really priority and something I was thinking of. Mm. I was happy with my team. Um, I just didn't, and I rolled the transfer, so, so I've got two thirty-eight. So I wasn't ever going to make a transfer really. So it was just the Antonio captaincy. I should have gone with that. So if I'd have done that, I'd have been better off. But plus six points. You were you were very unlucky with with Rafina because I I watched. I kind of kept flicking between different matches, but basically mm. whenever I put leads on, Rafina just looked great, <laughs> just really threatening. You know, at the end of the game, he scored a goal offside. He was getting into really good positions. He, mm. yeah, it, well, I, I was watching that game, having gone for Harrison over him, and thinking, oh, I really want to get Rafina in uh, now because he he looks. I mean, he's always he's always looked class, but we were a bit worried about his injury, weren't we? Mm. But I didn't see any signs that his injuries affected him yesterday. Um, no, the other day. He looks he looks sharp. Yeah. yeah. Really I sharp. Mean, going into the final week, he does look strong and he's a player we're gonna we're gonna talk about, I'm sure. Um Salah captaincy, I guess, you know, we all went with that. Most of us did anyway. And um he had good numbers. Just didn't happen for him on the day, did it? And um damn, I really should have backed myself. So great in the good lead, this doesn't make good viewing, really, for us now, because I've lost it. Fabio's gonna win it. I think he's 20, what, 27 ahead? I'm not going to get that back. Not going to get that back. He didn't have a great game week. He got the same number of points as me uh, and the same number of points as Magnus behind me. Um, so we all did very similar, almost identical, um, you could say. Magnus, though, is closing the gap on me and he's got the bench boost to play in game week 38. Bench boost in 38. Interesting. He's 30 points behind you. He's not going to catch that up. Well, bench boost could. I haven't looked what he's going to have, uh, but I've got two through transfers, so I should have a bit of an edge there, hopefully. I don't know if he has. So I should be able to hold on to second, which I've got to be pleased with, I guess. Whereas yourself, <laughs> having been safety, <sighs> you've been mid-table for a while, you've just plummeted. Um, you lost 21k mm. in rank, and you're now second from bottom behind the Ronka. Uh, you're only two points behind him. What? How many... Mm, 21 behind Joe now. You're not going to catch Joe, are you? But Nat Phillips. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what can you do? I've got Trent. He's got Nat Phillips. <laughs> he gets he gets that. Oh, it's, it just shows, though, you know, it's a tough league. Um, you know, oh, 133,000 yeah, isn't, isn't that bad and it's still putting me second from bottom. Uh, the, the other thing as well, like the message I sent you earlier, the, the Elite 64. So this is Generals League, which is the top 64 managers and well 63 and, and me I'm in there somehow but I've managed I've been in there for about four or five years now kind of you know ticking along quite nicely but this week I'm so 51st downwards gets relegated right. I'm currently 50th 
joint on points with 51st, but only on lower, less transfers made. So we've got identical points. So it's literally just a straight shootout because I think it's 20 points up, 20 points down from both of us. So it's going to it's gonna be one of us that gets relegated. So you've taken 56 and points in hits and he's made fewer, he's made more <laughs> transfers than you. <laughs> made more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, big, my biggest differential against him this week, Harry Kane. He hasn't got Harry Kane. Right. So if I ever needed a Harry Kane haul, it is this week. Well, it's, so, funny, it's funny you should mention Harry Kane. I'm thinking of selling him. So to, in, to enact my plan, I've got to sell Harry Kane. I really? imagine you're going to... Okay. Oh, he always scores against Leicester. Yep, thanks for that. Yep. Never scores in August, always scores against Leicester. Yeah, Thanks. I know. That's where he got his big haul, wasn't it? At, uh... I don't want to get relegated from the Elite 64. No, I, I, I know. But... It's a good status thing. I mean, I've, I got, that. I've got a sob story. Oh, I was top of that about five weeks ago. I'm about eighth now. Mm. Just falling away completely. <laughs> I, I haven't done much wrong, but, you know, it, I've just let it slide. I've just had... Just had some meh game weeks, and and, mm. and meh unfortunately gets you red arrows, doesn't it? I haven't had many, but I've had a few, yeah, and everyone else has done better. Well. I think it was the chips. Like people around us had the chips, right? And we we got rid of ours, didn't we? We didn't really make the most of them. I think looking back on the season, the chips weren't exploited well by either of us. I would say they're okay, mm. but only okay. So. I think that's cost us, and that's why others have made up ground towards the end. I mean, like Matthew Jones, if you look where he is in the the great and the good now, he's fourth. He was nowhere about six weeks ago. He was like mm. down where you are, even. I hate to say it, um, but um, he he is soared up. Look at him; he's just tra- he's chasing Magnus now, and and he has some chips left, and, and he's used them well. So, you know, there's a lesson here for that. I, I I'm really going to look at them very very carefully next season. Um, are we gonna do, are we gonna do a like we're gonna do a postseason black box, aren't we? We will. I don't know if we will do it next week. Uh, it could be next week. See how it fixed. But we will definitely do mm. a retrospective on the season, yeah, yeah. and um, have a moan about what we've done wrong. Yeah, we've got to do Sounds that. Good. That's what it's all about, right? Sounds cathartic. It does. Mm. Um, double figures. Um, so I updated the double figure table, and here it is. Um, Man City top. Only eight double figures allowed over the season, and so the two two of the hardest fixtures were Man City at home. In fact, Man City at home, was the hardest fixture you could have. So when Man City came to your place, they gave up two double-figure returns all season. And Man City away only gave... So at, at the um, at the SE had only six double-figure returns. Um, the easiest fixtures, easiest fixtures were Sheffield United at home and West Brom away um, this season. And that's not going to change. I don't think going into the final game, no. And interestingly enough, Brighton away was as hard as Man City away in terms of double-figure returns. And Everton at home, even harder. So playing Everton at home, they've only conceded five double-figure returns on their travels. Now, that is interesting because Man City mm. play Everton this week, of course. And um, I see quite a few bits and pieces about taking a risk on Man City players. There's two factors there then. It's the team sheet, of course. And Everton, who were really good away from home. I mean, yeah. what, what do you think about Man City? You haven't been too optimistic in recent weeks. No, no and I'm, even, I'm, I'm not this week. I, I'm just, I'm just not really, I'm just not really buying. The, the only player who, who I would consider from Man City is Torres, because I think you know he started again against Brighton. They got a red card, and he was taken off really early. 
And I think there's got to be a bit of that was pretty harsh. Like he was, yeah. he was fighting for a start in the Champions League final. You know, if he if he'd put in a good performance then and got a goal or two and scored again against Everton, I think he's he could play. So I think he's 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 definitely going to start against Everton. But I do think if he puts in a good performance, then he gets the Champions League final as well. Do so you? he's got he has got yeah. I think he's got something to really really play for in that game. But then you look at like a table like this, you look at general stats about Everton away from home, and it's how many is City going to get in that game realistically? Maximum three. Max. Mm, well, I've got more data which which backs this as well. This is um this is team data defence. And if we look at the last four matches, the top defence in the league is Everton for minutes per XG conceded, which is very surprising. But there it is. So City are playing a team who don't concede double figures away from home very often, who have currently got the best defence based on minutes per XG conceded and probably won't have their strongest team out. I mean, Guardiola's made a few hints today that he's going to give, there'll be some names in there. Uh, maybe De Bruyne mm. will get a run out because he needs perhaps run out before the Champions League final. I don't know who else will have around him. Interesting you say about Torres, do you not think Aguero's a factor here though? You don't see Aguero starting? Yeah, maybe, but Torres doesn't have to play in that no. false nine, does he? He can play. He can play on the left or he can play on the right. I think. He, I think he just. It would be very, very harsh for him to have been subbed after that red card and then not play and not start in in this game against Everton. I think. You know, I, I don't think Pep would do that to him. Aguero, I don't. I. I is Aguero going to start? I, kind of feels like he. He if he can, he will, but he's certainly not an FPL option. No. Right. Anyone considering him, I would just really strongly advise not not to get him in. It's not it's not even a good fixture. He's not fit. He hasn't looked in great form when he's played. He's going to get subbed early. There's everything like bad against him. So I think he's yeah, more likely really to come on. It. I'm more likely to come on. I think than he is to start. In my mm. view, um, but yeah, I share I share your pessimism for Man City. I don't really well, see. It would be great. You know, you know, everyone's everyone's saying, oh, you know, if he can if he can hobble onto the pitch, he'll get on, but. You know, he comes on, gets injured, and then he's what? And then he's out of contract. He's not going to want to be no, injured in his final that. game. Mm. You know, it's, it's it's ridiculous. You know, he's only going to play if he's if he's fit to play and feels like he can, and the medical team thinks he can. Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't play at all. Mm. On that note, I didn't help, couldn't help but see that Pereira is a doubt for West Brom, and the cynic in me thought to myself, West Brom have already got some bids in, and they don't want him to get him injured. Yeah. So basically, yeah. they're not going to play him on the final game because they need to sell him over the summer. And, you know, I, I don't know if he did pick up an injury the other night. I didn't notice it, put it that way. But it, I just thought, oh, that's a shame. That's a player we can't consider final day. But then I was thinking, a bit convenient that they don't play him in that final mm. game, given that his future is obviously, you know, something that, that the club That game has just in. got massive leads win. Yeah. It's the opposite of, of, Aguero, of my feelings of Aguero. I'm look so at, optimistic about Leeds in that match. Look at West Brom's defence in this table. Last four, they're the second worst. Burnley are bottom. In, you know, I, I, we've seen it. They conceded four to mm. Leeds, three to Liverpool. West Brom, over the last four matches, are second bottom for minutes per XG conceded. They've been there all season, really. 4.4 minutes per chance. So they're conceding chances over the last four quicker than any other team. And a big chance every 45 minutes, which isn't the worst, but it's still pretty bad. So you've got to expect Leeds will get opportunities, right? And um, and Leeds have been Leeds have been strong. If we look at attacking numbers, um, last four Leeds are highlighted there in seventh. They've had a good end to the season. Which, They've had a really, really, really good. Which end goes to the against the myth that Bielsa's teams run out of steam, eh? Right? 
Yep. That's gone. Well, That's you know, maybe they'll be so knackered going into the final game that this will be the one that they... Yeah, I, I don't think so. Did you did you see that that chart with the sprints, the total number of sprints of all the teams no. in the Premier League? No, go on. It's like, it's basically all the teams clustered around one area at like the bottom left of the graph and then Leeds just like top right of the graph. They've made like an infinite number of sprints more than more than any other team in the league. And it's, you know, and I think a lot of Leeds fans say they haven't got the best squad. They haven't got, they haven't got loads of like amazing players, but what Bielsa has done with that team is just get them to be the hardest working players around. They challenge everything. And against Southampton, I I just thought, oh, wow, this is some team. Like the, they just relentless, absolutely relentless. And we've, you know, I, I don't want to be like, the BT commentator, particularly bad at waxing lyrical all the time about Leeds and stuff. But I really did see in that Southampton game a team that would, they weren't a team that, you know, were happy to finish where they are in the table and see the season out. They're a team that wants to just keep getting at, at players because it's just drilled into them so much now. So I'm so confident about that, about that Leeds-West Brom game. It's, it can only end in tears for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that they've been fantastic. I mean, this season has been a strange one for FPL managers, but we've had a real gift in Leeds. And not only have they been good for FPL managers, but they've been brilliant to watch and great for the Premier League. And going back over the years as a kid, I'd never liked Leeds because I was a Forest fan and the whole Clough Revy thing. And mm. and I always thought Leeds were a dirty team and all that. Going back, this is going back into the 90s and stuff. They were they had a very good team with in the Strachan McAllister era and you couldn't help but admire them then. Um, but now we admire them for very different reasons. They haven't got superstars, like, uh, I guess, Rafina aside, but as a team, they're undoubtedly one of the best teams in the Premier League. And mm. what can they do next season? I'm excited to see. So, well done. Be also with Leeds. And Leeds Who's fans... sign? That's the question. Leeds fans will be but in that, that ground as well. That's the other factor, as that you mm. haven't mentioned there, is that... Well, I know, no, I know. It's all, all the things are there. And, and that's, that's why, as well, I, I really do like Rafina because it'd be the first time they're seeing... Rafina, who is their kind of like superstar player. And I just, every time he gets the ball, they're going to be going absolutely loopy. He's going to be so up for that game, I think. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, re- I'm really excited to, to see him in that match. I think he's going, to, he's going to love it. He might, his game could be, he could be one. I mean, I think all of them are going to be lifted by it, but him in particular, he could try a few mm. things and, you know, he's going to That's maybe take think. more shots. Good. It's a very good point. Yeah. Very good point. Because the other players are we'll all see. familiar to that crowd, right? He's he's probably one of a few players. I mean, Lorente, I guess, won't have been seen before by the crowd, but he's one of the others who is making his first appearance in front of LMO supporters. So, yeah, it's going to be it's, um, interesting. It's Pablo Hernandez's last appearance as well. Which and do we expect him to start? Been, yeah, I think, I, think, I think he starts. And it'd be interesting because everyone was a bit worried about Bamford starting the last game but then Rodrigo ended up playing as well so obviously that means Bamford isn't going to get subbed off for Rodrigo which is what what has kind of been happening so if Pablo Hernandez starts that's probably going to be Rodrigo that doesn't play will Pablo Hernandez see out the whole match probably not so does that mean Rodrigo just comes in straight for him or do they bring on like Tyler Roberts or I don't know it makes Bamford's minutes makes them a little bit of a worry for me which which is pushing me towards Rafinha over him if I'm going to pick I think that's a really interesting theory because I was looking at Bamford as one of my transfers but you have sown the seeds of doubts for me here um, and I think it's a very good point because there's nothing at stake it's not like Bamford's going for the golden boot or anything so Bielsa might be 
He's certainly being sentimental when he gives Pablo the run out, right? Hernandez will start and I think he'll probably get the hour and one of Roberts or Rodrigo will come on, I expect. And then the other one could replace Bamford. Mm. And I think there'll be this kind of like wanting to give every player a chance to play or every possible player. So he'll make three subs for sure. And I think that, yeah, I think there's a good chance Bamford will come off early because why not? If they're winning the game and he's got the chance of getting Roberts on and get him some minutes in front of the supporters, he'll probably do that, I think. But A 60-minute Bamford though up against West Brom probably isn't even that bad a pick though. That's the other thing. You could kind of be... You know, you could kind of go against him because you're looking a bit too far into it like that. And then he gets a brace inside 15 minutes, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely overthinking it. We're, we're definitely overthinking. Probably for the first time. We don't do time, that, do we? For the first time this season, <laughs> yeah. we're probably overthinking. No, That's we've never, else. never done it before. Um, player stats. Uh, this is for the season. I don't want to dwell on this one too much because the table over the last four is probably more interesting. Um, Martinelli at the top low. Um, and, that, you know, we're talking about players for next season. He has got to be somebody that we keep an eye on as well because Arteta is hinting that he's close to starting and he may well start this final game and he could be an outlandish differential if you're willing to go there. But he is going to be some player, I think, next season. Um, Probably Mm. going to be classed maybe as a forward. I don't know. No, he'll probably keep his midfield classification. And if he does and he gets more starts, he's got to be someone we look at, right? Yeah, I mean, he's. if you ask Arsenal fans about who they're, players are with the biggest potential before this season it was Martinelli without a doubt you know they've got Saka there they've got mm. Smith Rowe there mm. um, you know they've, they've got quite quite a lot of like young players who can come through but I've always sensed that Martinelli is the one that really people are really really excited about so yeah it's good to see him so far up the list I just I, I don't think a, a home game against Brighton is a particularly good game for, for no. Arsenal no. so if I'm looking for a last day punt I'm I'm not looking to, to us I mean the Bamiyang Maybe if he's you know he's out of position midfielder playing up front, he, he could do quite well. But I don't know if I don't know if I'd go for him over Mane, for example. I still think he's he's probably the pick to you know the kind of premium pick who I who I'd punt for. But yeah, I mean Martinelli's all right. Mm. I just I, th- I think we can do better. I tell you what, though, next season, Saka, Smith Rowe, Martinelli, Willock, Arsenal have yep. got some good young players there. Yeah, um, yeah, and if Arteta can craft a, an eleven to get the most out of those four players. Things are looking good for Arsenal. So I hope so, because we want a team like Arsenal being a factor next season, because they haven't really been in the mix at all this season. I mean, I, I've had hold in the last few weeks, but Aubameyang and Lacazette, we flirted with them every now and then, but they haven't been a factor, have they, in our seasons? Well, Aubameyang, at the start of the season, you know, we do those predictions about who we're going to... I think I had Werner as, as top-scoring forward. Nailed that one. Uh, I had... Aubameyang as golden boot winner and top FPL point scorer. Mm. <laughs> it's, not, it's been more than, out of position. than golden boot really for Aubameyang this season. Yeah. I thought out of position midfielder, 20 plus goals in his last couple of seasons. I thought he's, it was a, it was a no brainer. And the first game he scored, didn't he? We, everyone had him, I think, captained in, um, well, everyone had, no, so it was a second game, wasn't it? We had mm. Salah in the first game and then it was Aubameyang in the second game. And he, he delivered in, in that and everyone was like, oh, this is great. He's going to kick on, sign the new contract. Absolutely awful. Mm. How many goals has he got this season? 10, something? Is he, he's, not, 10? he's not on this table to help us. Um, I'll have a look at no. the table of the last four. I don't think he's on that either, is he? Uh, no, I he's think not. he's got, 
I think he might have 13. That's a complete guess. I'm just right. He's on a table later. So I'll show you that in a minute. No, he's got 10. I should okay. step with my original guess. There you go. <laughs> um, this is uh, last four player data and I've highlighted some players here. The reason why I've highlighted Salah and Mane is because um, Mane, like you mentioned, is a player that a lot of people are looking at. And I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of bringing him in and giving him the armband as, as the most obvious route to having a differential make a, an impact on the final day. The trouble is, everyone who's got Fernandez is probably getting in Mane. And um, <laughs> you only need 0-3 in the bank to do it. And so I don't know how much of a differential Mane will be. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, I, think he, I think he will be. I mean, his right. ownership 6% in the in the world is, is, is really low. I think, I think we can always worry a bit too much about what like a select... Like tw- on Twitter... There's probably a few thousand people that are going to do Fernandez to to Mane, but I I don't think that's going to massively impact kind of on either of us. I, I think if you get in Mane and captain him and he does well, you're going to get you're going to half your rank on a goal. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll look at that. We're we're going to look at the the difference makers again, the players that can make that impact in the final day. Mane is going to be definitely in that list, and he's going to be in my thoughts for sure. Another player who's in there is Ian Acho, although his ownership we think was high. Obviously, he's been shed by a lot of managers. A lot of managers got rid going mm. into their difficult games, but this is a must-win game for Leicester. And Ian Acho has still scored goals, even over his tougher fixtures. Uh, and here you see, last four game weeks, minutes per XGI, non-penalty, even though he had tougher games, 129.9, he's really high. You know, he's he's higher than Antonio, who's really a darling of these this table. He normally does very well. So they benched him against Chelsea. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, strange decision. I guess. Yeah, I can't. I can't, I just, I can't see any logical reason why you would why they would bench him in no. that match. Okay, I, I maybe they wanted to be more defensive and not concede or whatever. But I mean, I guess it worked. He came off the bench and scored, but it was too late by then. But mm. in in your most important game of the season, play your best players. Play your players most in form. He should have been first name on that team sheet, in my opinion. Um, but you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ian Acho is 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 an interesting one because yeah, like you say, everyone sold him. And and what what are Leicester going to do? Because my first thoughts were, if Leicester win that game six nil, whatever it is, then they get top four, right? Because they'd have a better goal difference than than Liverpool. But then I was on the show with um, Andy last. Well, I was on the show with David, and Andy came on on Zoom because he, he's not allowed on as a regular. He's not good enough. I should to hope not. Proper guest. No, I mean it's bad enough no. he was on the screen, but you know, I mean, yeah. it's nice to see the FPL show supporting those small accounts. Out well, there, exactly, though. I know. And I, I said to them, you know, you know, give Andy a chance, and they were like, oh, I don't really know. And I was like, no, he's 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 a good lad deep down. And they were like, okay, so maybe let him on, maybe you can add to his 185,000 subscribers now. Maybe I don't know. Ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he made the point that the real that realistically Leicester are probably just gonna hope for a slip up of Chelsea or Liverpool and just try and win that game, you know, play the normal game, try and win it one nil, two one, whatever. So I, I don't think they're gonna be pushing for loads and loads of goals in that match. You don't I still think Ian Acho is a good option, but I don't think I don't think I want to use a transfer on him. I think if you've got him, you play him. But I, I don't so, think so, I want to. So I'll, go over I'll, that again. They, they they've got to win the game, right? Because they've got to win the game. Yeah. yeah. And but you don't think the goal difference factor will play a part in the way they play that game or approach that game? Well, if, if they if they open themselves up too much, they they're going to get picked off yeah. by Kane, Bale, Son, yeah. whatever. So I think the more sensible strategy is hope the pressure gets to Chelsea or Liverpool and just just win the match. Right. I don't I don't think Brendan Rodgers is going to say win this game by seven goals or six. No, goals. No, 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 no. 
But no, I think that's, I think that's my point. I think they'll approach the first half like that. They'll go in, find out what the situation is at Villa Park and uh, Anfield, and then adapt in the second half. But I think there could be the last twenty minutes could be might have to be gung ho because they need another couple of mm. goals because they are behind, right? They're behind Liverpool and goal difference, right? And so. But equally, they could go gung ho, and then Villa equalise against Chelsea, and then they've conceded three goals. I don't know. It's very tough. It's, it's difficult, is tough. isn't it? I, it's, it's difficult that it's, one. It's difficult. Yeah. But a, a lot of people are targeting Leicester players this week because right. they're thinking that game is going to be a big one. I think it could be a big scoring game because Tottenham are rubbish, not because I think Leicester are going to really, really be going to score six. And can I just say, I got loads of stick last week because I predicted a draw. Of Villa and Spurs, I had in the in the chat and and comments again. Everyone's like, "Oh, I just hates Tottenham." I get it every week. I hate Sheffield United. I hate I hate everyone. Apparently, I I called that game. I knew Spurs weren't as good as everyone's making out they were. Should have gone for the win for Villa. But yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't a draw. You didn't know. get it right. You didn't really call it. No, you, you, but you I, kind of half called it. But you had a three, you had a three nil. I think three nil Spurs. Spurs. Well, I didn't call it at all. No, absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so let, let's go and look at the because this is this is what it's all about. This is the ticker for the final day, and next to it is the double figure ticker. Right, the double figure ticker. It works well. Um, oh, nice. So obviously the ticker on the on the one side is the fancy football scout ticker sorted by overall difficulty of the fixture. Burnley having the easiest game away at Sheffield United, Fulham at home to Newcastle. Mm, is that easy? And Leeds at home to West Brom is the game that you've pinned a lot of hopes on by the sounds of it, right? All my hopes. <laughs> the trouble is, is that you see a table like that and the Liverpool game is really good because I beat him 7-0, don't forget. Earlier in the season. Oh, yes, yes. Hodgson's last game, everyone's out of contract, pretty much. The one player who wasn't out of contract is now injured. It's a, I don't know, it's a threadbare squad with quite old players. I just don't know what Liverpool... If I was Liverpool again, I don't think Liverpool are going to be going into that game needing to score four or five. I think they're going to get two and just be and take it and, and I, accept yeah. that that's going to be enough. It's going to be edgy, isn't it? In 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 all of those so. games, I think it could be right? the Chelsea, Leicester, and Liverpool games are going to be edgy because I don't think any of those teams. I mean, Chelsea know they've got to win, right? They all know they've got to win, but they also know that yeah, you know, Chelsea a draw might be enough. All they know is it's just mm. ridiculous scenario where it the nerves and the tension is going to be high on the agenda. I think. I don't think there's any doubt that Liverpool got the easiest fixture. This double-figure ticker shows that, you know, that basically 19 double-figure returns have been given up by Crystal Palace when you play them away from when you play them at home, right? So they give up double-figure returns on their travels. So we expect Liverpool to score a few goals and we expect some double-figure returns in there for some players for Liverpool. Equally, you know, you talked about Leeds... West Brom on their travels have given up 15 double-figure returns. So again, that looks a source as well. No Pereira as well, who's just so... No, well, you know, it's like Villa losing Grealish, isn't it? Like, it's, it's, he's not a defensive player, but you get the ball to him and everyone kind of relaxes a little bit because he's he just he's the guy that just does stuff and just makes stuff happen. You take him out of the team, they are a, they are a really, really poor is side. Is he ruled out? Or is he just a doubt? I think they well, just... no, he's not. I, I mean, he, it went from him looking fine to suddenly being a doubt. I mean, if he if he doesn't play, it's a weird thing to say to say that he's a doubt. Yeah, well, because why? They're, they're why selling bother? him, aren't they? They're selling him and yeah. want to protect him. I well, think. exactly. But, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Like, why why bother saying it? Like, if if you know, <laughs> they're not fighting for anything. They they don't need to 
like I, I don't know. I, it, it, it was I just wasn't expecting that. Mm. I wasn't expecting Pereira to be out, mm. and I, I, I don't know why he would say that and it not be true. Yeah, because there's no mind games they need to do. No, it's, it, that's my point. It's it, like if if he says he's a doubt, I think he genuinely was is it, a doubt. Was it Allardyce for, who said for whatever it? reason? It must have been right. Right, must have been big fan of Big Sam, obviously. <laughs> um, Did you see his interview for um, trying to get a Sky job? Oh, so outrageous! It was awful. <laughs> and and the way he laid into Antonio, it's like because the thing is, David Moyes came on after Antonio and said something quite similar. He said the way West Brom play, and he kind of didn't go into it, but he kind of intimated that they make it they make it difficult for you. What does mm. making it difficult mm. for you mean? It means it's a bit. Long ball is a bit physical, basically, is what he's getting at. And he didn't dig out Moyes, he picked on Antonio. I just think it, it's a, it was really a, quite bitter. And I understand the emotion was really raw for him. You know, he was quite mm. emotional, but he, he he lost it, really. It wasn't very professional, was it? And then to go on to say... I, I didn't think anything he said was, was particularly professional. No, to go on and was... say to the Sky cameras, oh, you'll have me on, won't you? You, will, you know, he is listening, he is watching, isn't he? The guy is like, give me a second series. Can I have a second series? That's what it was like. It was very it? David Brent. Awful. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. very, very David Brent, I thought. But yeah. Yeah. Was, mm. yeah so anyway, it, maybe he's not himself at the moment, Big Sam. But yeah, yeah, it is a blow if, if Pereira doesn't play. Um, but yeah, so it looks good for Liverpool. It look, looks good for West Ham here as well. Southampton on their travels, 16 mm. double-figure returns turned over. So, you know, Lingard and Antonio, I'm definitely going to start them. Maybe I should captain Antonio again. It, it's difficult to say, but... Yeah, they were poor. They were poor um, against Leeds, Southampton, but they weren't. They were just strangled by the, the intensity, but they they were a poor team. I mean, it's, it's, Vestergaard is, is starting to look like a, a really good player. Now I have to say he's 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 big, he's composed, he's intimidating. He's you know he, he's a he's a solid defender. I wonder if they'll be able to keep him in the yeah. summer because I, I mean, think he he could he could make a step up. I think somewhere. he's another one on our list for next season, right? If Southampton, mm. I, I I like Ralph. I won't try. I always I, whenever I hear his name, Hassan Hoodle. Yeah, I can say it. It's that it seems good. Yeah, it's, it's but I never take it on in the uh, in the mm. black box scenario. I. Now, you might. I'm very strong on my pronunciations, as you would have gathered. So I don't take on ones <laughs> that I think I struggle with. Um, the other thing that stands out here: Spurs go to Leicester, and Leicester have conceded twelve or given up twelve double-figure returns in home games. So there is there's some potential joy for Kane and Son there, isn't there? Yeah, I mean Kane. Like I said, I mean if if I pick one team for Kane to score against, it's Leicester, mm. and. They mentioned on the FPL show yesterday the um the number the, the crazy games featuring Leicester and Spurs over the years. Like there's it's a fixture that just always has goals. And you know, it's one of those ones where like us with all these like stats and stuff, we don't like to say, oh, it's history has shown that this game always has goals, because it's it's often a bit of nonsense. It shouldn't but make sense, should it? No. This fixture has <laughs> has goals in it. <laughs> I, I remember a few years ago, I was um it was in my my good season back in the back in the glory days. And I was I was just outside the top one K, so I went for someone a bit different. And everyone had gone for Sal- I think it was Salah against Brighton, and I went for Kane against Leicester. And it came. It was like it was a, it was a ridiculous match. I think I think Kane got a brace and an assist or something like that. But it was, it, ended, it ended up being really good. And they were a worse team, Leicester, because they were under um, Pule. Mm. And you know that's the thing. I, I can't I can't I just I can't see Spurs scoring three goals against Leicester. The way the way the way Rogers has them set up, I, I just I don't think Spurs are good no enough. No Johnny I, Evans. I think, 
No Johnny Evans. Yeah. And they're, they're playing like Castagna, aren't they? Uh, uh, sitting about that. And now, the, I was going to say, are they going to give Wes Morgan a run out as his final final appearance? But they there's no not. run for centre. <laughs> no, sure, no. Surely well, not. No, maybe in the final minutes when they need a goal and they yeah. stick him up front. They brought, him up in, they brought him on in the FA Cup. I love final, to see they? it. Love to see big Wes back. I'll have you back at the city ground. Come on, Wes, come back. Yeah, love him. But yeah, it's he's so, retiring. So oh, is he? Oh, oh, damn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> retiring and going to Forest, there's not much in it, to be fair. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think... Could be... Just because it could be Kane's last game as well. I suppose. Yeah, it could be. He was emotional, wasn't he? You could see his eyes were red and he was looking, his, his lip was going a bit when he was, you know, he was. He, he looked like he was saying goodbye, didn't he? I, th- I think, I think, I think he'll go. I don't, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any um, debate. Yeah. I think it's a shame. Gone. I mean, I like it. It's like, I don't really want Grealish to leave Villa, but I think that could happen as well. Maybe not mm. this year, but... Kane leaving Spurs, it won't be the same. And seeing him in another team won't work, won't fit. But it's going to happen, I think. I think you're right. And so this is his last game. And that's why I've been a bit bigger Kane supporter over the years. And he's been a key fancy asset for me. But I'm actually thinking of getting rid. And it, it that the sentiment of that, but also the fact that Spurs... I can't believe you're thinking of getting rid I know, of Kane. It's the no only way. way I can do what potentially could help me get, well, get me a rank boost. Anyway, we'll look at that later, but yeah, it's tricky. Right. Uh, oh, while we're on double figures, by the way, let's look at double figure halls because this I updated this, of course, um, and I've highlighted some of the players who could make a difference in the final game week. Vardy, no one's... Vardy's not in the conversation. Do you think that, you know, he, he surely he could come good against Spurs, couldn't he? Well, he hasn't come good in any other week over the last 10, 15 seven, weeks. Seven double figure returns over the season. A lot, yeah, but not not since Ianacho's really been been a factor. I I don't know. I, I just think if if you haven't got either Ianacho or Vardy, I'd be getting Ianacho. And if I already had Ianacho, I wouldn't be doubling up on on that game. No, no. Uh, Mares have highlighted just to annoy you. I don't think we're going to take a risk on Mares in the final <laughs> game. Bamford, your man Patrick Bamford, who would probably be in the Q and A later. Oh, by the way, yeah, people who are doing super chats. Keep them for later. We're going to do a Q and A after a backstage Q and A. I think we've only had one, and that was just a thank you. Uh, I think FPL Swap said a thank you as well. But yeah, yeah. if you've got any questions, um, keep them. We are going to do them. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for any super chats so far and thanks for your support. Um, but yes, Bamford, five double figure returns. You're expecting a six, presumably. Well, I don't know. This is it. Like I said, I think the minutes might be might be a factor. I think he's he's, if I was going to pick one striker this week, it would be him. Um well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, we'll I, I, look at my moves in a bit, but I, I could obviously, like a lot of people, I think a, a popular move is going to be Calvert-Lewin to, to Bamford, which makes a hell of a lot of sense on paper mm. when you think mm. about it. And actually his ownership has decreased quite a lot in the in the top sort of 10,000. So actually his points do mean a lot more than they did earlier. So I do still think he's a really good option. He's on penalties as well, which he could easily get against West Brom. All the signs there are, are looking really good for him. It's just that it's just those minutes I'm I'm just a little bit a little bit worried about. And I think if I go into it with Dallas, Rafina and Harrison, kind of feel like I've got got that covered. Yep. No, okay. That's that's but interesting. I do really like him. Okay. Still. Well, the question of Ian Atcher or Bamford will come up later on. Not much later, because we're getting there now. Defenders, first of all. So <laughs> this this table shows that I did this a few weeks back. And this is all about really trying to find those players for the final game week. And if you're looking for defenders, hopefully this data will help you a bit, and as will this chat we're about to have. 
So I've got a table here, defenders over the last six game weeks. It's sorted by minutes per XG, I non-penalty over the last six weeks. But also the yellow shades is squares here. What I've done is I sorted by each of the stats on show here. That's minutes per chance created, minutes per touch in the box, minutes per shot in the box, and minutes per shot. And I shaded the top six players for each of those areas. And so you can see that Alexander-Arnold at the top is in the top six for four of the five categories. <laughs> there is no doubt that he is the royalty of defenders. And if you don't have him going Nat into this Phillips week, scores. I know. Oh. And he's, he's nowhere to be seen, is he? I don't think he is. No, of course not. Um, but yeah, I mean, Alexander-Arnold, if you don't have him. But in, yeah, further down the table, I think, Obviously, if you're make, trying to get a hike in the final week, like a goalkeeper, you're probably not going to get a defender, are you? What do you think? No. No? <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, I think, you know, the, the one, the one. I think if you've already got Trent and you've already got Dallas, then, you know, you, 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 you've, got a, you've got a good defence. So I've got those two and I'm pretty happy with that. The one who I don't think is on this list. Oh, no, he is. He's about halfway down. Uh, Robertson yeah. is on there. Because yeah. obviously Jota being out means there's a spot for a lot of people for another Liverpool player. Some people are going Mane if they've got Fernandez, But I do think the double up of Trent and Robertson could, could be a good one and might actually be worth a, worth a hit because Robertson hasn't really been doing much lately, but showed, you know, against Burnley that he can still chip in and he's still on corners and all that kind of stuff. So those three, Trent, Dallison and Robertson might be worth it, but no one else. Yeah, so the only way I can do that, and it is tempting me, is I have to get rid of Jota. So not getting rid of Jota a few weeks ago has really hurt me because now I've got Salah, Jota and Trent. And it's as you'll see later, it's not straightforward to get... If I get rid of Jota and get a defender with my two free transfers, I'm not getting a forward, therefore I'm taking Calvert-Lewin in. Yeah. Which isn't probably optimal. I'm, you know, I'm all about the optimal. So, optimal strategy. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> so I... I I'd like to get Robertson, but I don't think I can. Creswell's the other one, I think, who could be worth a look because Southampton at home, Adams is out, Ings is fit, but you're never quite sure of him, are you, how many minutes he's going to get. Final day as well. He's another player who's probably going to move in the summer as well. So how much are they going to stretch him? Creswell, I think, just always there with the set pieces and West Ham are so effective. Got another assist at West Brom. He could be one at 5-7 that I'd be tempted to look at if you're going to get a defender in. Sure, we don't expect to play. So other than Creswell, Dallas, Robertson, Trent, I don't, I mean, Alioski is the other one. I think Alioski, he's got, he could have an attack in return on him and at home to West Brom could be a clean sheet. What do you think about him? Yeah, and and uh, David mentioned it yesterday. The the new system Leeds are playing is, is kind of a wing-back system. So rather than Dallas being used in midfield and operating in that kind of really advanced midfield spot, he's playing a right wing back. Mm. So Alioski's on the other side playing a, a left wing back and then looking dangerous as well. I still think Dallas, if I had the money, I still don't think there's any contest. I still pick Dallas. I think the positions he takes up is better. He's got a better shot on him, more accurate, all that kind of stuff. But obviously Alioski is a lot cheaper. Mm. So, you know, if you are just looking for an easy switch, maybe you don't think Shaw's going to play and you, you know, you want to move, move to someone like that, then, then I think Alioski is, is a good pick. Yeah, I like three. him. I just, well, I just think Dallas is better. Yeah, no, unbelievable. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, midfielders, same time to table. And again, I've shaded the top six for each stat here. Uh, Martinelli's out on top. Minutes per XGI, non-penalty, 76.8 over the last six game weeks. Then Jota, who's probably not going to play. He's got a tiny, tiny chance. 
Yeah, you can't be risking that. No. <laughs> um, Havertz in fourth, 98.2 minutes per XGI non-penalty over the last six. Again, he's an injury doubt. If I was rolling the dice in the extreme, maybe Havertz? Hmm? Mm. I, was, I was considering him until we didn't really get much news about whether he's going to play or not. Uh, yeah, I, I think I said last week, he's... he's Werner, I'm looking at and still thinking, what is like, what is going on? <laughs> is is mm. he actually a good player? Has he just fooled everyone over these years? He must be a good player. He's playing for Germany. He does really well for Germany. Really well. He, there must be a good player in there, but I just don't see it any week. He just looks constantly. Everyone says he looks unlucky. I just, I, it looks like he isn't control of his legs half the time. Is is when I see him. Whereas Havertz has has come from way down from where Werner was to suddenly actually looking a a good player. And I think you said last week they look a better team when Havertz plays, mm. which is a kind of a big, a big testament to him. So he would, he would be the one after Chelsea lot that I'd get if I knew he was fit, but he's not. So, well, we're not sure if he is. So I think Pulisic could be someone who, who could be a, a nice little punt this week. Yeah. Pulisic but he's not on this list. I don't he's think. not on this list, but he is going to be on my difference maker list later on. Um, the only thing, the other thing about Havertz is I don't think he plays the final. I think he, he's, he's always started Werner against City with some effect this season. And I think that's who starts in the Champions League final. So if Havertz, if I knew he was definitely fit, I would probably go with him. I think he yeah. would be my, one of my transfers, yeah. But when there's doubt, I don't think you can. It's a shame because, I mean, I think Chelsea will win that game. And I think Havertz could be a factor if he starts. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. That doubt over the start, you don't want to waste a transfer on a player who's maybe not going to start. So No, not for one, not for a one week thing. Mm. And, I, I, I don't think that Villa game is, again, I, I can't see Chelsea getting three or four goals in there. I think that it's going to be, it's going to be fairly tight. One, two, two goals, one, one nil, something like that. I think they'll, I think they'll win it, but I don't think it's going to be massive. I mean, you know, Villa playing at home, Grealish is back. It's, they're a, they're a, they're a decent, I know they have, they've been conceding quite a lot of stoppy goals, but I still think they're, they've got good players and they're a decent side. And everyone thought, you know, El Mohamedy was going to get turned over by Son and he defended well and they, they, Play, they played well in that mm. game, really well. Deserved mm. the win. Yeah, and it, 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 there is a lot of talk of, oh, Chelsea have won that, so it's, it's between Leicester and Liverpool, but I think people are writing off Villa quite quickly, given that Greenish they're, they're the is ones that They're the ones out of the three, I think, that could, that could really spring a surprise. I, I really do think Leicester are going to win that game, and I really do think Liverpool are going to win that game. But I think, I think I've, backed Chelsea, I've backed Chelsea to beat Villa, but out of those three, is Villa the ones that I think could, could spoil, spoil it. Okay. Um, look at forwards now. Same oh, well, stats. Well, didn't play. That's why he had a good game. Well, there you go. Right back. Contemplated right back, yeah, which is a good choice, I think. Because I'd, mm. I'd, I'd fancied Son against El Mohamedy. didn't happen. And, and Pulisic against El Mohamedy, not going to happen because Consul will start again, yeah. Um, these are the forwards. Not a lot of options, but we've spoken about Ian Acho and Bamford. Interestingly, in this table, and as I've said, I've highlighted the top six for every one of our stats, which is minutes per chance created, minutes per touch in the box, Minutes per shot in the box, minutes per shot, and minutes per expected goal involvement on penalty. Bamford is not in the top six for any of those stats. That's really interesting. He is just not a factor when it comes to data. Now, is that because he's a Vardy like character who doesn't show up on his data, or is it because you know he's in good form, but he just doesn't get involved enough, does he? I think in in less. Yeah, I mean, he had a, he had a brilliant. He did have a brilliant game against against Southampton. He was. He could have had a penalty. Well, he should have had a penalty as well. I think if you saw his interview afterwards, where he said, 
Yeah. Like, I tried to stay on my feet. Like I could easily have gone down. Why would any forward not go down if they're not going to give it? And he says, you know, it goes to VAR. They look at it, say there's nothing in it. So, you know, he could have had a mega haul in that, in that Savanta match. This is surprising though, because he's, he's always been, I've always thought of Bamford as being a guy who takes loads of shots and needs, you know, needs to have loads of shots to get goals. And I think that's kind of a bit of an unfair criticism that he's had all year, really. But you kind of buy into it when you hear it over and over again. But this shows that actually he's not taking loads and loads of shots because mm. his stats aren't, aren't up there. So all his he's, shots... he's being more clinical, I think, than, than people maybe give him credit for. So minutes per shot in the box, minutes per shot identical because all his shots have been in the box. Um, 42.4s. He doesn't take shots frequently, but he's been more clinical than perhaps we gave him credit for at the start of the season mm. recently. Um, Ian Acho, in comparison, is right up there um, and in the top six for three of the stats. Um, and it is, I mean, for me, it is between those two. If you're, you know, unless you haven't got Antonio, uh, it is between those two for the transfer on the final day, uh, I think. For me, no. Thoughts on Firmino as a differential? No, good form. Yeah, I, I still don't see him as a as a goal scorer. I still see him as someone who links play and makes Liverpool the other Liverpool players better. But there is that kind of part of me that thinks. I, I remember a few years ago he he did have a spell, didn't he, where he was he was playing like a kind of premium forward. He was getting goals, hmm. and then he went on that home record where he didn't score like an entire season at home. That was I think that was last year, wasn't it? Hmm. Uh, which, which you know, they won the league and he hadn't scored at home nearly all season. Crazy. He's in a good, pa- he's in a purple patch though. And I do like a striker who's, who's hitting form and it's kind of at the right time. I don't think he's a bad pick. I'd, I'd just pick Mane over him though. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So all of that I summed up into a list of players that I think, based on what I saw, could be the different makers on the final day. And in this table, I've got some additional stats. It's sorted by minutes per point. I've got effective ownership in the top 10K in there. I've got overall ownership, team selected by. I've got the number of double-digit returns and I've got the highest points tally by that player in a single game week. Lovely. Lots there. So Lovely. Let's talk about Rafina at this point because Rafina, one double-digit return, his highest score is 13 and you're thinking of putting the armband on him, are you? Does that change <laughs> your mind a bit? It doesn't really because I, he's underperformed on his potential this year. Uh, I, th- I think I, I was asked by James yesterday, like, do you think Rafinha's maybe the, uh, a David Silva, like, looks good but isn't is assisting the assist and all that? But I said to him, when I watch them play, that's not the feeling I get because David Silva would drop deep, he'd link up play, he'd not always be getting into advantage. Whenever I watch Rafinha, he's so dangerous all the time, mm. and so I don't think his points really show just how how good he's been for them and how how dangerous he's looked. So I'm hoping that against the second worst team in the league with the fans and the fact that I just I just think Leeds are, I just I would just be amazed if if Leeds don't don't score three or four goals in that match. Really? And if Rafina isn't involved in any of them, I I just can't you know what I mean? I just can't see it. I just can't see that mm. happening. And if it does happen, I went for it. Fair enough. But mm. yeah, I, I think from, from watching that Southampton game, Bamford had a brilliant game, but I still think Rafinha was the most dangerous player. And I think this could be the match where he, he doubles his tally. Yep. No, fair enough. Um, so Ian Acho is second in this table for minutes per point, 12.6 uh, minutes per point. 
behind Foden on 12.1. Foden, I don't think, is someone we're going to look at on the final day. Some might. I mean, if you've got him, you hold him. But would you bring him in? It's just uncertain whether it's we start. Tough. Yeah. Ian Acho, though, look, he's so strong. And three double-digit returns, 17 is highest score of the season. If we're comparing him to Bamford, he's down on 16 minutes per point. Uh, five double-digit returns, though, and 17 is highest, the same as Ian Acho. It's so tight between the two of them. The only thing that's making me think about Ian Acho was two things. One, Leicester have to win, and Ian Acho's strong at home. Mm. And it's the Bamford minutes. Ian Acho plays every minute of that game. He's surely going to be on the pitch to the end because they're going to want to score as many goals as they can, possibly, right? I don't see them holding, you know, winning one nil and taking him off and trying to defend it. Well, maybe, maybe that's a scenario that could happen, but I don't see it. Um, Bamford, the minute, the thing you said, you know, Bamford may only get an hour because he wants to give Rodrigo and Roberts a run out in front of the fans. That is, that is playing on my mind. As is the fact that, as we saw in the previous table, he can, he can be a bit peripheral at times, and Rafina could be the main man. So I. I'm kind of edging We're both towards going to ignore Bamford and he's going to go mad. Oh, you didn't know that, didn't no. you? <laughs> so difficult, isn't it's it? It's just so predictable. <laughs> yeah. Well, elsewhere yeah. on this table, Torres, we talked about him. Yeah, 13.7 minutes per point. Strong option, isn't he? Look at the ownership as well. Top 10k effective ownership, mm. 1.9. 3.2% ownership outside of that. One double figure return, but it was 20 points. He's, he's the only he's the only city player I consider mm. this week. And yeah. I I I wonder a bit about his what is his ceiling? What's the maximum I'd expect to get? I mean, I could see him getting a goal. I I, I just can't see City going mad in that game. But he he I think he is he is a good pick. But the one player that I think is the is the player that could be explosive is a differential and can be a captain is Mane. Mm. And Mane's effective ownership, top 10K, 2.9%, 6.6% outside of the top 10K overall. Three doubled figure returns and 16 is his high of the season. We know he's got better in him. We know that there's more to come next season. Tomorrow. We know it's a bad season. Absolutely, right? So we know he's underperformed. <laughs> so even that, even the fact he's only had three double figure returns and his highest score is 16, a double figure return on the final day would not surprise us. And that ownership in the top 10K is low, 2.9%. As I said, I think a lot of players are going to, managers are going to go Fernandez to Mane. I'd do it. If they've I'd got do the it money. in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think it's obvious. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Right? But you can only do it if you don't have three Liverpool players already, if you don't have Jota, mm. Trent and Salah. And if you've got 0-3 in the bank as well, you need a bit of money in the bank. I think it's 0-3. Um, so, but a lot will do that. And that's what I'm looking at as well. I've got to sell Kane to do it wow. but I'm looking at Kane to either Bamford or Inacho and then Yotta to Mane and Captain in yeah. Mane yeah you see it do you yeah <laughs> yeah I do I mean I, I think I think Bamford and Kane are pretty even this week which imagine saying that at the start of the season <laughs> you're going into the last day of the year and uh, Kane and Bamford are, are evenly matched, but I, I, I just think if you know, like I said, I think if I was going to pick one striker this week, it would be Bamford. Even the minutes aside, I think he could do damage in in the minutes he plays in, even if he gets sixty minutes. I just, I cannot see any way in which West Brom keep keep leads out. And there you go. There's another soundbite for you for for the next show. 
So Kane to Bamford doesn't seem like that big of a downgrade to me. No, it and isn't. Jota, right? Jota to Mane is massive. So yeah. yeah. It isn't because you've got to look beyond the price and the reputation, right? You've got to look at yeah. the fixture and the circumstances, right? Absolutely. I, I don't, I mean, obviously the hesitation is Kane could do something in that game. Absolutely he could. Right? We know Leicester have conceded 20, 12 double figure returns. They've got no Johnny Evans. Leicester will be attacking probably for part of the game at least. So they'll leave themselves open. I have got Son already though, and I will be taking Son in. So arguably, I don't need two Spurs attackers on the final day given that they were miserable against Villa, weren't they? I mean, do you- only one goal in four games for Spurs. Yeah. Uh, for, for Kane. Yeah. And they've played Villa, Wolves, Leeds and Sheffield United. Mm. Yeah. It just feels wrong to get rid of Kane on his final day. I know, it does. Golden yeah. boot is still within reach, obviously. When you, when you first said it, I was like, absolutely not. There's no way you can ship Kane. But when you actually look at those, and it's for free as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, it, and it's funny as well because I ran it through Rate My Team and I ran it through FPL Review, two models that I use every week almost. And both of them said, yeah, thumbs up. In, on FPL Review, it was their first transfer suggested. So it was like, oh, right. You're thinking. So who'd you bench? Uh, well, we'll have a look at my team later, but I would. Calvert Lewin. Bench Calvert Lewin, yeah. Mm. And, and probably play. It means I would have to play holding in defence, but actually. Arsenal at home to Brighton without Welbeck yeah, and Mopé. Yeah. I mean, who are Brighton yeah. going to have up front? I mean, who are they going to have Percy up Tell. Right. I don't know if that's true. Might be. Yeah. We don't need a striker. We scored against scored two goals against City, I think, without a striker. But Arsenal have actually, you know, going back to the defensive data, um, look, the last four game weeks, they're ranked fourth overall. They've actually been strong defensively of late. Yeah. Mm. So I think there's a decent chance of a holding clean sheet. I could play Luke Shaw and hope that Luke Shaw turns up, but I don't think there's much chance of that. It's a gamble. And, and he could come on for 10 minutes, right? Yeah, and it's a gamble. So I play holding, I think. They won't play him. They won't play Shaw in that game. No. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> of that. Uh, a couple mm. of players, well, one player we haven't touched on is Pulisic. Yeah, I like him. I think uh, he's the one who's, I think he's played the last three. He's fit. Not sure he starts the Champions League final necessarily. I think he will go will play against Villa. So he he is the Chelsea mid that I would probably take the risk on if I was going to go that direction. Thoughts on him? Again, Four goals, two assists is, is such oh, a poor return. He's under-delivered, after. isn't he? I mean, we're talking about our disappointments of the season. Pulisic has got to be up there, right? Yeah, it's just a system, right? Tuchel's system just doesn't really feature for him because they play with the wing-backs... He can only really play on the left. I think he, he sometimes plays on the right, but he's really ineffective there. And, and you know, he's had he's had the odd game where he's playing and looked really good. Um, you know, what was the game he played? He got he got two goals and was against Palace. Fifteen points, yeah. That's the one double yeah. figure return this yeah, season. Yeah, and he was you know you watch that game, you think, wow, he's like, he's he's incredible. And then he played Brighton and blanked, and then he played West Ham and blanked. Then he didn't play, and he's played the next three games and blanked in all three of them as well. So. Yeah, he, ha- he has been disappointing, but I really rate him. <laughs> I, yeah. just, I just think he's such... Well, do you remember last year we both brought him in, last yeah. day of the season? You captained him, didn't you? I captained him on the final day, yeah, yeah which is why I'm kind of like leaning towards him. Yeah, and he did nothing, absolutely mm. nothing. And no. I, it broke my rank on the final day. Um, but the thing about it's the ownership. Look at the effective ownership of Werner and Pulisic. I think you know, Werner's ownership on live FPL and top 10K didn't even register, so it's 0%. And Pulisic, 0.02. Yeah. If you, you know, if you really want to push 
a Chelsea asset looks the way to go. It's just getting the right one. I don't. But he he might not play. No, because they might it. play Werner left and have us have us if he's fit. Yeah, at, at centre forward. Down the middle, oh, yeah. He's, I just think it's too it's too big a risk for me. Right. I, I, I really I I think I would genuinely be really strongly considering a Chelsea player if I knew who was going to play. You know, which which sounds fairly obvious, but you know, people like some people might go for Mount, but I just don't see him as being that explosive like player who's really going to. He's I don't see him as a difference maker. Mount. No, but he's he's got four double figure returns, but significantly of the players who have double figure returns, he's he's got the lowest score. Now Willock's got eleven. Okay, he got one. But he's got four double-figure returns, of which the highest is twelve. Right, so mm. you, it's it's modest, isn't it? You know, he's not he's not what you're it's looking not for. Bad. It's not bad, but it's you're looking bad. for sixteen to twenty points, aren't you? That's what I'm, for Mane, I'm looking for a sixteen to twenty point return. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. And with Mane, it could you know two goals and you're not you're not going to get you're not going to get that from Mount. I'm, no, I'm, I'm willing to put my voice to that. I haven't recorded he's not gonna that, get you, but I'll go he's back He's not going to get, get you a 20-point No, no I, you can't see Pulisic it. might. Yeah, he's got a couple of goals in him, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, name not on it, Alonso. If Alonso, if again, if I knew Alonso would start, he would be that other defender that you think, playing on the left side, up against Konsa, who's out of position. Ziyech probably crossing and James crossing from the right. Alonso's a player that I've taken a chance on about three or four times, never come in for me. <laughs> But if if I knew he was starting, I might roll the dice on him as well. But we don't do it. Chilwell probably. It's, it's actually Reese James that, that I, I like look of. If, if you are, you know, we talked about defenders mm. a minute ago. If I was looking at getting in a Chelsea defender, it would be Reese James. Right. Yeah, because it, he's what's his competition? His competition is Hudson Odoi. He's they're not going to start. Yeah, but he, he's been playing he right centre back against Leicester. He played right centre back with with Aspicoleta at mm. uh, right wing back, didn't he? So he did that because of Vardy, right? But I don't expect that against Villa. He'll he'll go back over to yeah. to wing back. I I imagine in this guy. I don't know. I just Alonso Chilwell. I'm staying away from that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting involved in that. If I was going to get one, then I then I would get James. I think he's got the biggest potential. Okay, we'll look at our teams in a bit. But first, it's the predictions, and it's tight. Look at this. We're both close to fifty percent. Can't believe we it. had a great Can't week last it. week. Yeah, yeah, we really did. So I think you need to get eight outcomes correctly, and I need to get seven outcomes correct. For us to get to 50%, not going to do that, are we? We're not going to get no eight. Way. No. But it's a no good way. effort. First season. Around 50%. Uh, you know, I'm I'm relatively happy. I'm, I, no, I'm, not, I'm more than relatively happy with that. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. And I'd just like to say, I'm sure you will as well, a big thanks to Pot Noodle for doing this over the yes. season. Um, FPL underscore Pot Noodle. Everyone follow him because doing this every week and he tweets it every week and stuff, it's, you, we don't pay him. Like an and he has to watch the show to it. do it. I mean, blimey, that's bad enough without having to do some work after. Can I also well. give a, a, a shout out to um, FPL Austria as well oh, for doing yeah. our timestamps? Because honestly, the timestamps, without the timestamps, I think we'd lose half our audience. People love the timestamps. Yeah. So, yeah. It's and the, the timestamps and my jumpers that keep people coming back. <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely. And your beard. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, FPL Austria has been a star as well. So thanks to both Hot Noodle and Austria for um, for their help. Um, well, this thanks week. to I mean, thanks to everyone really. Like, there's been we've had so many contributors. You know, Pig has been sending us his videos yeah. in, and uh, you know, uh, Tommy did the music for us, and you know, we've had you know this this is the I can be a bit gushy now. It's the last episode, but we have genuinely had so many people, um, you know, helping us out with different stuff and sending us things. I mean, today did you see um, FPL Retro? There's this new website come out. 
he sent us both like a he set up a website basically which shows you graphics of your season. Um, everyone should check that out. They, he, mm. he did one for both of us. Right, it's really, really like. Well, we'll use that really in the re- nice in the looking, retrospective show then. Absolutely, really, really nice looking stuff. And you know, sending that over to us, and we'll get we'll you know, we'll get that yeah exactly we'll get that involved in the next episode. So yeah, thanks to everyone who's building these tools and doing all these stuff. Like any way we can feature you and use it, just keep sending it to us because we love it. Yeah. So yeah, and going back to this, we'll see what we can do this week. We never know. I might get seven outcomes correct. Doubt it, but you never know. I'd love to be. I'd love to be you on outcomes. Very Keegan. One behind you. One I'd behind. It. I'd love it. I'd just like to say 20, 24 scores correct. Not bad, eh? Not bad, but you know, it's it's very impressive. Mm. Yeah, that's all right. These are our predictions. Out of, 100, out of 185. <laughs> Not that good, is it? I think it's 14 percent success rate. Um, and then, like weekly seven, you've got to get seven yeah. right in one week. Mm. Yeah, we're not going to be millionaires quickly, are we? Um, game week 38 fixtures then. Again, quite similar outcomes predicted. Some difference of opinion. Just like I say, we don't see each other's scores, so we don't influence each other in any Ooh, way. We haven't got many different for me to no, catch up my one. I know. So, Arsenal, Brighton, you've gone a 1-0, I've gone a 2-0. Both don't think Brighton will score, hence the holding start for us. They won't get two. You're, you're not, yeah, all right. Every time that, all right. Uh, Villa versus Chelsea, we're both going in the way win. You went and Villa will nick one. Mm, I think they'll make it hard. Honestly, I think they're going to make it really, really hard for Chelsea. They really have to work for it. And like I said, I, I wouldn't be too surprised if if they did get a draw yeah. and Chelsea fell out of the, the top. That would be a real, imagine Chelsea going into that Champions League final in fifth. So much pressure on them to win that final. They, they need to yeah. win this. I think mm. they really, really need to win this game. The only thing that makes me think, I mean, to, under Tuchel, they've been very professional. I think they've been a, a results-driven team. They haven't been. They haven't had awful lot of flair and attacking extravagance, have they? They've been about doing the job, and I think that's what will get them through in this game. Not sure mm. we'll get them through in the Champions League final, but in this one, I think it will. Uh, Fulham, Newcastle. Really, not much to say about this. You've gone the away win. I, I, I've given Fulham a point here. Can't believe you're giving them a point. They're yeah. so bad at home. Newcastle, I think, will shuffle the pack a bit. They've got injuries. I don't think Sam Maximum will play. Willett will probably get the goal again and make <laughs> us think we should have got him in. Uh, Leeds, West Brom, you've, you've gone to town. You've gone all out, 4-0. Yeah, batter them. They're going to batter them. I'm so convinced. I'm so convinced that I know it's going to be wrong, but I'm sticking with it. You talked about penalties. If they did win a penalty, do you not think Hernandez will take it just for old time's sake? Yeah, just, he could do. Yeah. Crowd would love that. Mm, I'm wondering. Yeah, he that. could well do. That'd be annoying, wouldn't it, if you do have Bamford and like you're celebrating the penalty it. award and oh, <laughs> yeah. Um Johnston, another penalty save. I've gone three 0 Leeds. I, I mean, what, what are West Bomb gonna do? I mean, Big Sam's gone. He's not you know, Pereira's not gonna play, like you say. It's gonna going to be they can't match kids. them for they can't match him for I mean Leeds won 5 nil earlier in the season oh yeah they slaughtered them at the whole form they yeah. can't they can't match them they can't match their effort they can't match their technical ability they can't match their players like Rafina. you know if, and if Pereira's out it could be even more yeah uh, Leicester Spurs I've gone 3-2 I think it'd be a thriller I, 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 I think it'd be a cracking game this because I you're right, Leicester won't know how to approach it. But I think that it's going to be a ding-dong battle, this. And that's why I worry about selling Kane, because I do see Spurs scoring a couple. And you've gone 2-1, mm. fair enough. 
Liverpool Palace, you've gone all out again. You think this is going to be a formality? I think it could be edgy and they'll get an early goal, hold on to it, and then nick one at the end to give themselves a bit of breathing space. But you've gone 3 0. You don't see Yeah, I might, have, I, might have gone, I might have gone a little bit. I got a little bit too excited with this one. I, I just don't really know what Palace can do mm. against Liverpool. And Zaha, I think like Eze, if they had Eze and Zaha, True. you know, I think they could have, they could have caused problems with this. They're going to be completely reliant on Zaha to, to, to do stuff. And if they can keep him quiet, then I think Liverpool win it. I, Hodgson's last game, you, you know, Palace might be really playing for him, which might bring the, the score down a bit. But on paper, they won this game 7-0 at, at Selhurst Park. They should win it comfortably. So I backed it. FBL Pot Noodle in the chat saying, Mark is giving us a free outcome with his Newcastle prediction. You can go off people, you know, can't you? <laughs> I thought the same, FPL Pot Noodle. <laughs> That's the one. Um, Man City, Everton, 2-1, both gone for that. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Everton's Phantom score, gone. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's fine. Um, Sheffield United, Burnley. Now, it's awkward this because wow. this is the garden centre game, but you can't really get to a garden centre when all the matches are on at the same time. Whose idea mm. was that? Rubbish. <laughs> what we well, just don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch that one of the other games. <laughs> when, when am I going to get my pot plants? That's what I want to know. Not literally my pot plants. Well, that would explain a lot. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're in the shed. I'll <laughs> <laughs> get my lamps back on later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I shouldn't have said Rotating that. Rotating wall just spins around. <laughs> Breaking bad. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I've i gone for one all here. My, this might be another gimme that I've given you. I know. You. I can't believe you've given me this one. Mm. Yeah, thanks for that. I think I think Wood is going to have too much for him. <laughs> They're not going to be able to deal with, with Chris Wood, I don't think, in this game. Oh, Sheffield United showed some spirit at Everton, I thought. And, you know, Jebison and Well, so they on. did, but Everton yeah. were really, really, really poor. Mm. And then... Newcastle sort of turned them over. They didn't do much against them, did they? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, th- I think I think Wood will rise to the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we collapse with laughter. Uh, West Ham, yeah, Southampton. Um, yeah, I think we saw earlier Southampton have conceded, what, 15 double-figure returns on the road? Nothing at stake here. And West Ham are still pushing for Europe, so they've actually got some motivation here. So I, I think... I think Antonio will do well in this final game as well. Definitely yep. a differential captain option. I've gone 3-1, you've gone 2-1. And Wolves United, big difference here. You've gone for the home win. Nuno gone, or mm. going to be leaving at the end of the season. Do you think it is like the, the sign-off then? They'll give him a win in front of the Molyneux fans. I was more confident about this prediction before I heard the Nuno news. Right. And I must admit, I forgot. <laughs> that I'd, I'd put a 1-0 uh, Wolves win to A you. glowing tribute um, to Nuno's uh, career at, at Wolves there, yeah. Maz. Well, I, I don't know whether it's going to be like, let's really give him a send-off or if there's going to be a bit of bad feeling about it because it strikes me I that this it. is a weird... Well, it's a weird parting. Why is he leaving? I think he feels he's taken them as far as he can and it's time for somebody else to have a go. I think there's, I think there's good... He signed a new contract in in like September October. I don't know. I think I think he's either getting kicked out, right? Like the board aren't happy, which I think is a would be outrageous if it was true because of the job he's done. Or he's got he's already got a job. He's already got the Spurs job. Really? Maybe, I'm just thinking. It's, it just seems to me a really weird. Like you know, you sign a new contract early in the season. Okay, they've had a bad season, but then to announce you're leaving on before the final day of the season. <sighs> I don't, I don't know. I, I, but the, the thing is as well, though, with United, 
Um, oh, he's not going to Spurs. People are saying in the chat has been confirmed. Oh, they know, do they? All right. Apparently. No, the chat knows everything. You can't say anything. You can't say anything wrong. They've officially said um, he's, not, he's out of the running for that. Oh, they're, they're definitely going to get Potter then. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, but United, like three days until the until the final, the Europa League final. I, I don't know who they're going to play. What mm. what the motivating? What, there's no motivation at all. Mm. The players aren't going to want to get injured. They might want to put on a good. You know, some of the fringe players might want to put on a good performance to maybe be in the reckoning. But I think Ole's got that. He knows who he's going to play in the final. I don't think any of them are going to no. really factor into it. So yeah. I, th- I think Wolves could nick it. It's just can they actually score a goal? Yeah, that's the big thing, isn't it? Mm. Okay, I've gone two 0 United. No, keep it simple. I think uh, captain C. It's a big one, isn't it? I mean, it's obvious Salah is the go-to. And looking at the data tables we've got here, if you look at the last four game weeks, he's well out in front in terms of minutes per XGI and on penalty. And the fixture against Palace, it's a game Liverpool need to win. He's got two goals and an assist over his last four. He's having a shot every 22.3 minutes, which is second only to Kane over the same period. Really, really strong. And we said going into this game week that it's very, very difficult to look beyond Salah. And we actually said there's no way we will be looking beyond Salah. Didn't we? It's ringing the d- difficult klaxon again. Mm. So, uh, I mean, yeah. what do you think? I mean, Antonio, in the top table, Antonio, Ine and Acho are above Salah over the season for minutes per XGI and non-penalty. Ine and Acho, minutes per point is stronger, 12.6. Either of those two, I guess. Antonio Inacho. I, I just think the the standout fixtures to me are Liverpool versus Palace and Leeds versus West Brom. I, I just I, I don't I don't want to captain anyone outside of those two games because I think of all the games, they're the ones which could be the high scoring. So mm. Salah is so obvious, like it really is. I, th- I think if I was in the top hundred k, oh no, becoming everything I hate. <laughs> if I was in the top hundred k <laughs> though, I think I might I might be a bit more swayed towards it. But the fact that I've got to make that push. Like I, I think Salah is the best. I think Salah is the best option just because it's Liverpool, because of the fixture, because they've got something to play for, because he's gone penalties, all this kind of stuff. Mm. But I'm just hoping that Leeds game is as one sided as I think it's going to be, and that Hodgson can rally the troops and they can put up a bit of a fight. Mm. But to me, though, personally, I think I think there are I think there's loads of players this week who could do really well. Like you know, we've mentioned loads of them, but I still think the ones I want to target are in those two two matches. So Mane in the bottom table is second to Salah over the last four game weeks for minutes per XGI and on penalty, 106 compared to 99.2. His minutes per point is stronger, 12.3. He's having fewer shots. He's got one goal and two assists. He showed a bit of form. So you can see why I'm looking at Mane as the punt mm. with the captaincy, right? Because it's the same match, and yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I think those two fixtures do stand out. And it's not a far cry to say that Mane could outscore Salah, right? He hasn't got the penalties, but it could be his day, couldn't it? If I'm not just saying this. If I was in your position, I think the moves you suggested are really sensible. And I think Mane could be the only chance you've got of getting into the top 1K. Yeah. I think a lot of managers above me will have him. I don't think many of them will captain him. No, Andy, that's what I mean. Andy, I mean, I go into the final game, I think 12 or 13 points behind Andy. Andy's got Mane. But I don't think he'll captain him. I think he'll go Salah. So, you know, that, that could be my differential over Andy on the day. There's others, but I think that could be the key one if I'm going to catch him. 
So I look at it and think it's my best chance, I think. If I'm going to do something with the captaincy, I don't think Bamford and Rafina. I mean, I've captained Rafina a few times already this season. And, and yes, he always looks good. He always looks like being involved. And he always, he often is. But he just, I don't know if he's got that big score in him. And what Mane has got a big score in him. We know it, right? He's got that pedigree. He's had it for season after season. He hasn't shown it this season, but this could be... Now, Alexander-Arnold crossing from the right, Mane coming in from the left, that familiar link-up. That could come good a couple of times. Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's worth a go, isn't it? Joel Ward out there on the right-hand side for Palace, not the strongest defender in the world. Mm. Mane could have some joy against him. He scored at Palace. Mitchell's you. out, isn't so he? So did everybody. Though, on the but, other side. Yeah, yeah, I think Mitchell's a doubt, yeah. So... It'll be Patrick against Salah. I'm sad you're not more bought into Rafina. I thought you might be really, you know, banging his drum yeah. and be on my side about him. But... I like him. I mean, last four, he's only played two of the last four. He's got assists in both of them. Minutes per XGI, 303.0. He's not been heavily involved in Leeds' attacks as much as he has been in previous mm. weeks. Over the season, 191.2 minutes per XGI on penalty. So he's not been quite in that groove. That's the only thing that makes me think that Maybe he needs one more, two or one or two more matches before he's back in that groove that he was. But you think you saw enough in that game? Um, yeah, and, I, and I've got, I've got, I've got the hope that he can deliver on all the promise that I've seen. And he's he's been a good player for me when I have owned him. He's he's mostly delivered. I took him out for a bit, and he still did quite well. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping that in a in a big Leeds win that he can he'll be involved in everything. Mm. <laughs> don't, don't ask for much. <laughs> no, I think, I think there's a good chance of that, but it, I don't know. I, I just think a man, he's got the bigger, he, of the differentials, he is the most explosive. I think I wouldn't describe Athena as an explosive FBL asset yet. He's got mm. it in him, but we haven't seen it yet. So he saw one double figure return so far, 13, his highest score. Mane, I know Mane has got bigger scores than him. I think, um, just looking at the opponents and this underlines it over the season West Brom's defence the weakest as we saw in the defensive data and even over the last four matches as well the weakest on show um, for minutes per XG conceded 48.3 over the last four matches Leicester second over the last four Leicester's defence has been weak over the last four games that's what makes me think again Spurs will get some joy from it I think um, mm. so yeah it's it's difficult to look beyond that Leeds West Brom game as the second best behind Salah. I get it totally, which is why I'm going to put my captaincy on Mane. I think but we'll see. Right, let's look at your team. That's exciting, though. Yeah, will you actually we'll go now? Will I do if it? If you right? say if you say you're going to captain Mane and you go against it, then you'll never talk to me again. Oh, you're dead to me. So you sent me your <laughs> team, but you sent it to me on the wrong resolution. So on the final show, you break my screens. And you give me a scruffy... Did I? I send yeah. it to you. I normally send it to you. And I, no, you didn't maximise the screen, did you? No, it's just, I can't rely on you for the technicals. But never mind, it's all right. <laughs> um, and this obviously is going to be very different because you've got the captaincy on Salah here and the vice on Son. So lots of changes to this. What are you going to do then? How are you going to line up on this final day? Yeah, so I, I basically don't think Greenwood is going to start. Or at least there's enough of a worry to make me think that I, I don't really want to take him into it. Mm. Um, so the just just to be really 
simple. I could either do Calvert-Lewin to Bamford or I could do Greenwood to Rafina. Right. So it's going to be one of those two moves. Right. Obviously, if I, if I do Greenwood to Rafina, I'll play him over Calvert-Lewin and bench him. If I do Calvert-Lewin, then I'll, I'll bench Greenwood. Um, it is a worry though, because I, I do think if Greenwood does play, I think he is a really strong option. But I, I just, I can't be, I just can't be running that risk on the, on the, on the final day. It's, you know, it was, there was, there was rumours last week that he wasn't going to start and that was bad enough. I just think I just want to take that. Hasn't Solskjaer be... said that Dan James will play as well? Dan James is back in the he said he's, he said he's, he said he's like ready to play. I don't think, he, I don't know if he said that he will, he will play. I think he'll Because I mean, I, I was, I was talking to Andy this the, early in the week and he doesn't think Greenwood's going to start the final. And quite a few United fans have. To me, I, I think it'd be crazy not to start. I, I don't think going to play it... Rashford on the right. I don't you, think you, he'll start the final. Yeah, I think Pogba would be left, Rashford right, Cavani down the middle and Greenwood on the bench. That doesn't mean Greenwood will start at Wolves though. No, it means he's probably more likely to though, right? Yeah, but I think he wants him fresh. I think he's his ace up his sleeve, right? For, mm. He would be, wouldn't he? So Greenwood will get on yeah. the pitch in the final for sure. I, I just, the, 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 the tricky thing is, is, is obviously we're all going to be looking for like any, any lineups that come out. If a, if a reputable source says to me that Greenwood is going to start against Wolves, then I don't really know what I'm going to do because I can't see any other way of getting Rafina in if I keep Greenwood. Well, I'm then not going you to lose go Bamford, Salah, Son. Bamford in for Calvert-Lewin. And then... But then who do I play, who do I play, over Green, who do I play for Greenwood? Oh, right, I see. Do you know what I mean? This, this, is, this is the issue. Um, and also I bat Wolves to win that match. So maybe I should just do Greenwood to, to Rafina and, and captain him. Um, so if you get Bamford in for Calvert-Lewin and you don't get Rafina, are you captain in Bamford? No. I don't think so. I think I'd keep it on Salah. Right. I think Rafina, Rafina's the one who I see, I don't know, I just think he, he I think he has a higher ceiling than, than Bamford this week. I, I don't really know if I'm basing that on anything, just kind of what I've seen over the last few mm. games. And actually your stats against Bamford kind of have that and the fact that I think he might get sort of reduced minutes in that match. Mm. I, I, re- I really do want to get Rafina in, but I'm, I would find it hard to sell Greenwood if I knew he was starting against Wolves. If I don't get any news about Greenwood starting against Wolves, it's, it's, it's more than likely going to be Greenwood to Rafina, captain. Okay. All right. And my team... I'm, I'm, 17, points, I'm 17 points off top 100k. Can you do it? I can if... Rafina delivers. Yeah. I mean, I think you've got to go a different captain to Salah to, to have to. any chance. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. I have to. And, and I think where you are, you've got to go for it, I think, because it doesn't matter if you come. It's like me last season. 170, last 180. Season, yeah. I was in exactly the same yeah. spot. I was about 120, 130k. And I thought I could push into the top 100k. And I went Pulisic captain to do it. And it ended up badly. And I lost about 50,000 places and ended up 177k. So what? Right, being 120k compared to 177k, there's not that much difference. Well, right? the one thing is, is my elite 64. Oh, god, yeah, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> you know, it's not. I haven't got. I haven't got any cushion at all. Like if, if because uh, it's, it's it's Dan who I'm playing. I don't know if you know Dan's record. I, I think he's finished in the top 10k for the last like five or six seasons. He's right. like, he's a top, top, top manager. Like much better than I am. So. He's he's I would I would guess that he's going to go Salah. It's almost like he's would, one of the elite sixty four managers, isn't it? Well, I know, I know, it really That's is. Yeah. Guys, it's, it's a hard league to stay in. <laughs> um, 
Well, so, general's, yeah, he's not not even in so general's not in his own he league. He got relegated the first, the first season, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's how hard it is. Yeah. yeah, I know it is really tough. So I, I really, I really don't want to lose that. But yeah. I think I'd rather lose it going for Rafina and it not working out than I go for Salah. And then I, if I'd gone for Rafina, it would have worked there out. There is you know? nothing I, I don't worse, wanna... right, than talking up There's a differential not. captain and then not doing it. Right? I mean, you've got to be some no. kind of weak-minded fool to not do that, right? <laughs> Let's face it. I yeah. just think, you know, if 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 Leeds lose to West Brom or if Leeds win 5-0 and there's no Rafina involvement, I've got pretty unlucky. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He'll get something from the game. It might just be an assist and a couple of bonus points. That's the only thing. Mm. But yeah. So my situation, I've got Mendy, Dallas, Trent, Holding, which is probably going to be my back four. Lingard, Salah, Son, Rafina. Calvert-Lewin, Kane, Antonio at the moment. Right, so my options are, if I want to push, I've got to go a different captain to Salah. And the moves I'm looking at are Kane to either Ianacho or Bamford, and then Yotta to Mane, and then I bench Calvert-Lewin. That is what I'm looking at. And that, I would say, is 90% what I'm going to do, but I don't know if I'm going to go Bamford or Ianacho. Help me out, as. Because you're, you, you're, you're, you're on the fence, really, all those two. You, you quite, you, you, you're going to favour Bamford, aren't you? I would pick Bamford. Would you? Yeah, I, I would. I would. I think, you know, the other thing with Leicester as well, don't forget, is they are bottle jobs. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Everyone loves Leicester. There's a big Leicester love in. But this is the second season now where they should have finished in the top four and haven't. There's no denying that. Mm. You know, losing against Newcastle the other week at home is completely unacceptable for, for a team like they are, you know, try, trying to break into that, that top four. So, mm. you know, it could, it could be, I think there's more chance of, of Leicester not winning that game and the Inacho getting nothing than there is. If Bamford doesn't get anything against West Brom, I would, I would be quite surprised. The only thing is the ownership of Inacho is lower in the top 10K than, than Bamford. Yeah. So he's a stronger differential for me. That is true. But it's 19% against 33%, I think. So that makes yeah, me I mean, think this is, show this, as well. is, this is the week where you can kind of throw sense a little bit off out of the table, right? Like, because you would probably cap, you would captain Salah over Mane normally mm. in a mm. week anyway. Mm. So going for Mane and Ianacho, they are differential things. They're not bad picks. So yeah, may, maybe you do that. Maybe you go for Ianacho. And, 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 and Andy has got Bamford. And I'm in a live stream of Andy on Sunday, probably, right? I'm probably going to oh, oh, you've oh. got to go Ianacho then. Oh, it's got to be in actually. Oh, really? You're just going... Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no debate. No debate. It's got to be. Just for that? Just for the giggles of beating for Andy, For the fans, right? for, the, for the views. Yeah. Yeah, it's on. Me and, and Andy. You th- and you think, it's... you think it's going to be... If You think Leicester are going to get three goals in that game? Ian Acho is going to be involved. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's, mate, that's helped. So just on purely on, you just want to see Andy miserable, I should go in Acho. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, so on Sunday you can catch me. I guess I'm on Andy's channel because I wouldn't do it on the Black Box channel because we don't need any extra help. Because poor old Andy over there with his 185,000 subscribers, God, we're I'm so going generous. over there to help him out. Help him out, you know. Just just do a live stream. He's so on his generous. Channel. I know. You know he needs a bit of help, doesn't he? You know. So, so yeah, I'm doing that on Sunday. I think he's getting a third manager in. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, Ooh. I don't know who that person is. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm looking me. forward to that on Sunday. No, is it not you? Okay. I've not been invited. Well, I don't want to come anyway. You know, 
It's an elite 64 club. Yeah, <laughs> see. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing that on Sunday. What are you going to do Sunday uh, during the matches? Are you going to just sit with a pint and watch uh, them? I am. So I'm, I'm driving down to Essex tonight to see my are parents. You? We're probably okay. watching this. Oh, say hello to your dad for me. I will, yeah. So I'll be watching I'll be watching it with a beer with my mm. dad. Um, I assume we'll be watching the Brighton game, even though I'd probably rather be watching the Leeds game. Mm. Uh, but I'll, to be honest, I'll take my laptop and my iPad. I'll probably have as many games on as I can physically watch. Well, we'll have me and so, Slippers on, live feed. Watch that. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. be on. You'll be on now. I know that's happening. But it, it really is the uh, the best day of the season. It's you like it, don't you? Mm. I, I just, I absolutely love it. I, I just think it's, there's so much excitement. There's so much optimism and hope and potential and you know you're tracking or trying to keep track of who's scored and what's it done to your rank and all that stuff and mini leagues are being decided twitter's really active i love it absolutely love it yeah and i, and I think christmas it's it's tight at the top of the fbl as well um to see you wins that i love it when going to the final day and it's nip and tuck in that that's going to be exciting we're going to keep an eye on that i'm sure in the live feed so um Actually, on that note, we should look at the. the oh, I haven't got the. I haven't got a button for the Black Box League, so I'm going to have to do it old style. I'm going to have to select it in the. I forgot to oh, do a button no. in the Black Box League. Have oh, I middle class problem? Have, have I actually got? Yes, there we go. Oh, saved it. Saved it. There's the Black Box League. Um, and Connor's done well. Connor's rallied recently. He's he's uh, pep talk back up to sixth, uh, 105 in the world, but top of the table. Torja Hegner goes into the final day 30th in the world. Not sure he's got a chance. I'm not sure he's going to be able to push for the title, but what a fantastic season. Michael Atkins in 38th place in second in our league. Again, a fantastic season. Arkadas, 48th in the world. Um, is that, that's the guy who knocked Pete out the cup, isn't it, as well, I think? Mm. Yeah. Very well played. Amazing season. What a great season he's had. Yeah, unfortunately, couldn't win Torja's the cup. Torja's well. 40 points off. So. Is he? Yeah. I mean, you got. Happen. I guess you've got to go for it because what's the furthest he can drop, right? It's still going to be a great season for him. So oh, yeah. You've got to go for like a Mane captain, I guess. Uh, Vegard Knudsen is 74th in the world and then just behind him, Nathan Joblin, who was top of our league not long ago uh, on 75th rank in the world. And then Connor, 105. So congratulations to everyone in our top 20. Great season. Hopefully one of myself and Az will be up there next season. But we can't complain. I mean, I, I, you know, looking back on the season, I think... I can. You can have a go. <laughs> but I, I'm quite happy with my season. I'm, I'm not happy with the end of it. It's fizzled out. But I think I've enjoyed the season. And, and no small part to doing this show with you, As. So thanks very much for the help oh. you've given me and, and getting me back into the scene again with the, this show. So thanks very much. I think Don't it's helped me. It's, no, it's, it was, it's, I've, I've loved it. It's, it's been... It's been great doing this. I, I mean, thirty-six episodes seems crazy that we've we've done that that many. Uh, if anyone asks, of course, we're going to be back next year. Yeah, we have a new colour scheme. I know Mars we haven't done have we haven't done the poll for that yet, have we? No, the poll's coming. Oh, the poll's okay. coming. It's going to be quite an exciting poll. It's going to be like a Champions League style poll with different group stages and stuff. I've got it all. I've got it all planned oh, out. It's going to wow. be it's going, looking it's forward to be, this. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So we're going to have some uh, kind of weird pink magnolia stroke colour, aren't we? Actually? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't know why we're leaving it to the public. It's like Brexit. It just shouldn't be. Shouldn't be left. Uh, what a link to Brexit. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's. I've had an awful season. I've, FPL wise, I've I've hated most weeks. Uh, <laughs> Trossard captain was probably the only good week I've had. Mm. Genuinely, it's been. I found it hard. I found watching so much football hard. I found mentally the season to be draining. But 
genuinely black box has been awesome every episode i don't think i don't think there's been one episode where i haven't wanted to do it or i've been bored doing it or any of that so and even when i throw samples well. of you and take the mic you just take it on the yeah. chin it's it's going all the technical issues you dealt with all the stress that i give you with that <laughs> You know, yeah, I do feel bad for you doing all the doing you're all very the very right, Well, we'll change it up next season. I'll get you more involved in the stuff. Um, I have I have hogged the data somewhat. I don't want to. I like no, how it well, is. It's okay, we'll see. It is. people in chat going, no, just stay, leave it how it is, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be back next year. But obviously in the summer, we'll be doing The Apprentice and um, that's going to be exciting. I'll just bring up the screen for that because obviously it's not too late to get your dad, your, your mate, your mm-hmm. girlfriend, your wife involved because... We've got we've got some good candidates, but we haven't selected yet. There'll be news of that in probably a, a month's time. I would say we're going to be announcing and doing our first videos in around a month's time, and then when the game launches next season, we'll be doing a few videos with with our mm. apprentices, and that's the plan. So you'll see us over the summer doing that. I, we're not going to do any Euro content, but we'll be doing stuff. I think what on that just no, yeah, I don't. I, I'm I'm going to actually be doing some Euro stuff. Mm. Um, on my own. I've got, oh, a, yeah. I've got a video series for fan team that I'm going to be doing, which oh, I'm quite right. excited about, yeah. uh, which is cool. Um, but yeah, no, one, one of the things that I've always wanted to do is do more stuff for like new players, like brand new players into the game. Because I know from like my uni friends who've played it for the last few years who have got into it a lot more this season. And, you know, people, it, it's, I think there is quite a, it's a simple game, right? It's not, you know, getting players who score points, but there's a lot of things that you do have to, think about that seem really natural to us but aren't as natural for people who are kind of getting into it and I'd, I'd like to do more content which bridge the gap between us as these kind of experienced like managers compared to people trying to get into it the first time so the apprentice I think is going to be a really nice bridge into that but then I'm hoping that we can do some stuff which is kind of educational and a bit more kind of you know just just things on like formations and you know I mean there's still people out there for example on Twitter who didn't know about the penalty um, the red card rule no like Ken Salah no. got sent off and uh, it is know, hard still, to get your head around points. I mean I don't blame them for not getting that and it was explained really well t- by someone in my chat I think it was George um, who said uh, if they didn't have it then Cancelo would have got more points than the players yeah. who stayed on the pitch and and, and conceded and I like that. It's a, it's a that's, good, that's it's a, it's a good rule. But yeah, there's that in the bone. I mean, I'm looking forward to just, I think when we write down all the things we need to explain to our apprentices, we'll go, actually, God, it's quite a complex game, really. There is, we we mm. make it perhaps more difficult by looking at price rises and the BPS and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to delve into it that deep, but we're going to with these guys and it's going to be really interesting to see um, what they make of it over the course of the season. What's been um, what's been your highlight of, of Black Box? There's a couple in the in the chat. So yeah, I, I just asked the chat now. What's mm. been your your highlight of these 36 episodes? A few people said my wildcard stream where I was just drunk and you and Andy were just berating me for for, for my picks. That was that great. was a good one. That was great. That was a good one. The, be- yeah. the best one um, is when Trent scored against Spurs and you went out. That the was room. the that was oh that was so bad. <laughs> that was <laughs> so genius because that was just you'd sold him the week before. I still had him. He'd done nothing for weeks. You went out the room and you came back in to me just gloating massively that he just scored. It was just one of those. I just can't believe that happened. Like in that, because that is like, you couldn't plan that. You could, you could not write that, that no. genuinely. I, I literally just went out the room for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that and the Grealish hall on week two, week three. Oh yeah. Where I did the match of the day challenge and had no idea what I was about to see at I started watching at 11 o'clock at night and then I went up 
and woke Pip up at half past one going, my player got 25 points. <laughs> what was I doing? Why was she, as if she was going to go, really? Show me. Let me let me have a look I at the highlights. Let's go watch that today, quick. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that put you in the league, Mark? Was she going to say that? No, she wasn't. She just went, Ooh. <laughs> go at me the next day. What was I thinking? That's how dizzy I was. That I felt the 24 points that I got made me want to go and wake my partner up at half past one to tell her. That's what it did to me. So that I can't. Oh, that's brave. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. I was expecting. That was crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Great moments of the season. And, and although it has been a strange season, it's had those those moments. Every season has one or two memories for you, doesn't it? And I think those for me. Yeah. Tr- Trossard to me was was, yeah. was the big one because I was in I was in the Trossard kit. I was I had him on goal scorer challenge as my pick. I just I backed him in like every single thing I could feasibly back him in, and and it just came in. So it's yeah. one of those moments I will I'll always remember. I think one of my one of my favourite ones was um, I mean it's been great having Luke on for a start. Whenever yeah. he's come on, there's been shame we we haven't got him on um, again, but we will get him on again next year. But the, the Jay Eggersoff one was really good as yeah. well because no one had no one has seen no one's really seen him since or, or or before, and him kind of coming out of hibernation to do that that pod with us, I thought was was really and he was cool. brilliant was as well. Like he'd right. never been away from yeah, it. Yeah, it was great. Really on form. Yeah, and and Granville's episode as well. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. another guest this year. And we'll, we'll yeah. have more guests next season. I think when we started this, we decided we weren't going to have a guest every week or anything silly like that because we wanted to get a, a rhythm going. Mm. But I think next season we'll look at having a few more guests on. Some yeah, of those names sure. you mentioned and a few more, hopefully. So, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's been really good. So we're going to do a QLA after the show, aren't we? We're going to have a break for drinks yep. and I've got some snacks here and then we're going to relax mm. and answer some questions and um, and stick around for a, probably another hour, 45 minutes and, and see what you can fire us. But for now, I guess it's over to you as to do the customary for the final time, the likes For the final time subs. this season. Yes. Thank you everyone for watching us all year. Genuinely, it's been a pleasure to do these and to have you all in the chat and all the support we've had has been amazing. So my final call, if you could hit the like button, we'd really appreciate it. If you could hit the subscribe button, we'd really appreciate it. And if you've done that and you're off now to enjoy your Friday night, fair play. Otherwise, stick around for the Q&A. But uh, for now, it's good night from me. Yeah, and it's good night for me. But you've got to say good night last. So good night for me and good night from me. Podcast Network.